0: Welcome to Concerning CAMs, brought to you by Education Pathways. I'm Kevin Connickney, your host. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's get started. Our topic for this episode is the Office of the Florida Condominium Ombudsman, what board members and CAMs need to know. Joining us on Concerning Camps today is Spencer E. Hennings, Esquire, who is Florida's condominium ombudsman, a position he was appointed to by Governor DeSantis in July of 2020. First, thank you for joining us today, Spencer. Can you please start by sharing with us a bit
1: about your background before becoming the Florida condo ombudsman? Of course. And Kevin, first off, I just want to say thank you for inviting me on the podcast. I've been working really hard to make my office as accessible and useful as possible to our our condo owners throughout the state and board members. So, as you said, I was appointed by the governor in July of 2020. Before that, I was a real estate attorney in private practice here in Miami. I went to the University of Miami Law School, and I also obtained an LLM degree from the University of Miami in uh, real estate development.
0: Ombudsman Hennings, I reviewed the mission statement of your office, and per your website, it's the mission of the office of the condominium ombudsman to improve the quality of life of Florida condominium owners through prompt, professional, and courteous service as a neutral and informative, accessible resource. Can you please tell us a bit about what it looks like on a daily basis with regards to
1: services and resources that come out of your office? Of course. So I wear a couple different hats, but I think uh, what my office is most well-known for is election monitoring. Essentially, we can appoint a monitor to come out to your association's election and completely conduct the election. It's an incredible resource, incredible service, and afterwards, there's absolutely no doubt that your election happened properly and fairly. It will be transparent and 100% fair, and it cuts down on the complaints that can come afterwards from people that want to make allegations about uh, election misconduct. All that you need to do is submit a petition to my office with 15% unit owner signatures or six unit owner signatures, whichever is greater, 15% or six. Then we appoint an independent monitor by the state to come to your election and completely do the election. I can't recommend it enough. The second thing we offer is dispute resolution. So In this capacity, I work as a a voluntary mediator, you could say, and I work to find a solution to issues that happen in condos uh, that both sides will be okay with. And my goal is if we can get these issues resolved, then they won't have to go to litigation and they won't have to become official complaints with the division of condos, timeshares, and mobile homes, which then frees up your time to concentrate on running your association, and it frees up the state's time to focus on matters that couldn't be resolved or that they really need to focus on. Well, can you give us some examples of the types of disputes that your office uh, resolves? Sure. So, the first thing I'll say is I'm not an enforcement agency, and I see a lot of criminal matters in condominiums, such as embezzlement. When I uncover something such as fraud or embezzlement, which is a criminal act, Uh, I've been working very closely with state attorney's offices and local police departments throughout the state so that we can turn over all this evidence and make sure that there will be an investigation and perhaps a prosecution as well. But what I personally deal with are issues, most commonly things like record inspections, where uh, perhaps the association isn't responding to a a unit owner that wants to view the records, or there's some sort of misunderstanding or miscommunication, I will speak to the unit owner, I'll speak to the board, I'll use an educational approach to let each side know what their duties and responsibilities and rights are, and then we'll make sure that uh, the rights are being upheld. And I think this is definitely more preferable to having to go through arbitration or the complaint process.
0: What are some of the other issues that you deal with on a day-to-day basis in your role as the condominium ombudsman?
1: Condominium law in general is very interesting in the sense that it intersects with so many different areas of law and different types of issues. So right now, as you can imagine, we have a lot of issues related to COVID, such as common area opening or closing. Um, We have a lot of material alteration issues, and as I said, record inspections, a lot of election issues. And as I said before, we deal a lot with criminal law matters like embezzlement. But the thing that's interesting is every day, I don't know what's going to come across my desk. And I've dealt with things like sexual harassment, stalking in condos, construction defects. I've dealt with fair housing violations and tons of zoning issues where I'll end up working with the local municipality. So every day is different. And and I really do appreciate that aspect of, of my position.
0: I understand the process for election monitoring, but why should a condo association use a monitor with their election?
1: It's a great question. When I accepted this position, I assumed that all of our petitions for monitors were going to come from dissatisfied and unhappy unit owners that were convinced that there was some sort of election misconduct happening at their elections. But what I found is that many, many boards themselves petitioned for an election monitor. And the boards make this petition because they want to ensure the elections happen fairly, and they want to prevent any sort of allegations after the election that there was improper or unfair actions that happened at the election. And in that sense, we do a great, great service to boards and unit owners. So just, just a quick story. Two nights ago, I was in an election for a small association, and it was a very, very contentious election. Now, this association, from what I could tell, was acting really fairly, and they wanted to uphold the law, but at the election, there were a couple small legal issues with ballots that had been submitted, and the manager and the board members there were just unaware of what the law requires. They weren't trying to do anything dishonest. They were just unaware, so I was there personally, and my election monitor was there, and because we were there, we made sure the law was followed to a T. And I actually am sure that the election would have turned out differently had we not been there, which then probably would have resulted in a complaint or the association having to defend themselves in arbitration because this was such a contentious situation. So it was really great that we were there and we were able to prevent both of those things from happening.
0: I understand that part of your role as the condominium ombudsman is to make recommendations to the legislature and to the governor's office regarding Statute 718, which is condo law. Can you tell us about that?
1: Absolutely. I'm always thinking about ways that the laws could be better and they could protect unit owners and make life easier for associations. There's, there's two things that I'm really working on right now. One of them is to create a condo law task force you know, in Florida, we have a substantial amount of issues in our condos related to fraud and embezzlement, but it can be very difficult to get police to investigate these issues. So the goal with this bill is to create an arm of law enforcement that would be dedicated solely to dealing with issues in condos. And I think that that would be amazing. And it would be a game changer for people that are living in nightmare situations throughout the state. The other thing I'm working on is, I think that the entire process uh, for record requests is antiquated and outdated. And I think it should be moved to an electronic format.
0: Other than election monitoring and dispute resolution, are there other uh, resources that your office provides?
1: Yeah, so one of the things I'm working on right now is creating an educational webinar curriculum. And I've been coordinating a lot with the Division of Condos, Timeshares, and Mobile Homes with their education team, and I co-host their educational webinars with them. But I'm working on creating my own educational webinar series. And basically, my aim with this is to educate our condo owners and board members on the big-ticket items for the most popular issues, the most commonly seen issues rather, that come across my desk. These are things like election procedures, record requests, water leaks, material alterations, and tons of others. And my goal is that if we can provide this education on these big ticket items, where we explain what the rights and duties and responsibilities are in your association, that we can prevent these issues from arising before they actually arise. And I think that's definitely preferable to then having to run around and try to solve them afterwards. So I'm excited to launch this educational webinar series. should be within the next month or two. Um, if you're interested in, in attending, we're going to announce it on our social media page, which uh, right now is on Facebook as the Office of the Florida Condominium Ombudsman. I would ask you to follow and and you will see all the things that the office is working on and, of course, get the updates on the educational webinar series that I just uh, spoke. Excellent. Well, thank you, Ombudsman Hennings,
0: for joining us today on Concerning Cams to talk about the Office of the Florida Condominium Ombudsman, what board members and cams need to know. If listeners have additional questions, how can they best reach you at the
1: DBPR? So our email is ombudsman, that's O-M-B-U-D-S-S-M-A-N, O-M-B-U-D-S-M-A-N, ombudsman at myfloridalicense.com. And our telephone number is 954-202-3234. We
0: will be sure to add the contact information to the episode notes for this podcast for our listeners. Thank you again for joining us today.